Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. It's the Capitals and the Florida Panthers tonight in Sunrise. Your forecast for South Florida tonight, mostly sunny with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov. And Ben chats with Panthers radio voice, Doug Plagans. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, November 15th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It's the second game of a three-game road swing tonight as the Capitals do battle with the Florida Panthers at FLA Live Arena here in Sunrise at 7 o'clock. Washington is in need of a win after a clunker Sunday night in Tampa, but the team also, in the midst of a road-heavy schedule, also need to start stringing some wins together. Capitals have not won back-to-back games since October 22nd and 24th, a home win against Los Angeles and a road victory at New Jersey. In the 10 games since, the team is just 3-5-2 and and now just two wins in their last eight. The team held a full practice here yesterday afternoon in Sunrise, and Sonny Milano was elevated to the top line on the right wing, skating alongside Alex Ovechkin and Evgeny Kuznetsov. With so few practice days lately for the team and a real possibility the team has an optional skate this morning ahead of tonight's game, it would appear Milano going to start on the top line tonight against the Panthers. He said after practice he's ready for the chance to skate with number 8 and number 92. You just got to handle the right ways. You know, it's part of the job. I'm excited, but I'm also, I definitely feel ready for this and uh, see how it goes. Imagine a scenario a month ago that you would have not only been here, but you would have been skating up with those guys. Yeah, I mean, like, like we were just talking about, anything could happen, and uh, it's definitely pretty cool. After a dry spell, Connor Sherry seems to be rounding back into form offensively as the Caps take on the Panthers tonight. After going six games without a point, entering Friday's game at home against the Lightning, He now has goals in back-to-back games. Assistant coach Kevin McCarthy still overseeing the club here in Sunrise with Peter Laviolette in COVID protocol is happy with what he's seen from the last two games from number 73. You know, Shears, he's, um, you know, he's been one of our most consistent forwards all year, and uh, he went through a spell there where he just had a, maybe a little tough time with the puck, but uh, I thought that the last uh, last game, like you said, he's, he's, he looks like he's starting to get that uh, you know confidence back, and I think when you score a goal like that, obviously it just uh, adds to it. Tonight's opponents, the Florida Panthers. Last year, President's Trophy winners. They defeated the Capitals in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs before they were swept by the Tampa Bay Lightning in round two. They got Matthew Kachuk in a big trade with the Calgary Flames in the offseason, but they have scuffled along to start this new year at just 8-6-2. The Panthers holding the second wild card in the East as play starts tonight. Here this morning on the show, we get the scouting report on the home team tonight as Ben chats with Panthers radio play-by-play man Doug Plagans. All right, Doug, big picture here with the Florida Panthers coming off the President's Trophy win a year ago. They were a very easy watch last season, a lot of fun, scored goals in bunches, comebacks galore, very easy watch. Maybe an understanding, though, it's a dangerous way to live life if you have aspirations of winning the Stanley Cup. That said, you got a new head coach, 
in Paul Maurice, all the buzzwords in the offseason, accountability, responsibility, playing the game the right way. If you look at the first month of the season, Doug, do you see maybe the foundation being laid for a team that has aspirations of playing deep into the spring? What have you seen that's maybe different as compared to what we saw from the Panthers a year ago? Well, thanks for having me first. And we we definitely see that foundation being laid. And I think the structure that we saw immediately this season, it was it was apparent. And from the time he was introduced at his first press conference, Paul Maurice said he wants this team to be playing a style that can translate to the postseason. And he wants them to be playing that from the start. Uh, he doesn't want to take away from the strengths of the team. He doesn't want the team to slow down at all. And they haven't. They still have the ability to put the puck in the net uh, when they need to, but he wants them to play a style that's going to translate. And uh, he was actually asked about that after practice recently and said that he he likes where the team's trending right now. And uh, he likes the way that the, the game is looking uh, right now through, you know, roughly one month of this season. So everything's going well, considering what they dealt with to start the year not only playing nine of the first 13 games on the road, but also being without Aaron Ekblad for, for 10 games. Uh, Matthew Kachuk uh, served a two-game suspension in there at one point. Patrick Hornquist missed a few games. So there were some key guys out at different stretches. They were on the road a lot, and they've managed to make it through that whole stretch with, uh, with a winning record through one month. So uh, a lot of home games coming up, a chance to really get some footing there. But overall, uh, first year under Paul Maurice, everybody likes where everything's going right now. And like I said, uh, the, the structure of the team was noticeable from the get-go under Paul Maurice. And he had a little sandpaper and then some in the offseason. Matthew Kachuk coming over. He returns over the weekend after a two-game absence. But on that top line, Doug, with Verhage and Barkov, Caps fans don't need to be reminded of the offensive potential in Carter Verhage, but you put those three together, Verhage, Barkov, and Kachuk, pretty formidable top line you've seen the first month of the season. Yeah, they've been great together. Carter Verhage's leading the team in goals right now, picking right up where he left off, uh, you know, late last season and into the playoffs. And he's a guy that can shoot the puck, and you can tell as time's gone on and as his responsibility has grown greater, uh, he's just seized every opportunity. He's become a real, a really dangerous shooter for this Panthers team. You throw Matthew Kachuk in there, and we all know what Barkov's been able to do. He's been, uh, you know, one of the cornerstones of this team for the better part of a decade now. But you throw Matthew Kachuk into the mix, and we all knew that this was a, a guy that was, you know, a superstar type, a 100-point type of player, and a guy who was going to uh, be involved in the scrums. He was going to be engaged emotionally every single night. He was going to be that vocal presence and vocal leader. But you look at some of what he's been able to accomplish, leading the team in points here. Uh, Paul Maurice has mentioned this. The part of his game that may get overlooked is that his hands are world-class, especially around the net, some of the plays he's able to make. And that's why he's been not only you know a 40-goal scorer in his career in the past, but you look at what he's doing right now, and he's, he's racking up assists, it uh, seems like, on a night-to-night on -night basis because he's so good around the net and he can make a pass just as well as he can shoot. He also certainly isn't afraid to shoot the puck. He's been among the Panthers' leaders in shots on net from the outset this season. So he's come in, he's made his impact felt right away, and that's a guy who every shift on the ice, one way or another, he is going to get his money's worth, and he is going to let you know that he's out there uh, in some capacity, and it's brought the Panthers a great attitude and a dimension that they may not have had before. Is it is it contagious? We've seen that with Tom Wilson in the lineup over the years with the Capitals. And conversely, when he's not in the lineup, when he's in the lineup, 
It seems everyone on the team maybe plays a little bit bigger, knowing number 43 is out there. I'm curious if you've seen that maybe rub off on teammates in the month with Kachuk. Yeah, absolutely. From the get-go, I think the best example, it was our second game of the season. Uh, The Panthers were in Buffalo. The Panthers picked up a win. And Matthew Kachuk had a goal and an assist. And it was a goal from just getting to the blue paint, taking a hit, and, you know, being able to tap in a rebound. So it was a goal that was a product to get into the tough areas. But he had had a multi-point game. The Panthers won. By the end of the first period, the Sabres were so preoccupied with Matthew Kachuk that you could tell he had taken them off their game a little bit. By the second period, all the fans in Buffalo were booing him every time he touched the puck, which I'm sure when you're a visitor and they're booing you, you know you're doing something right. And uh, and you could tell that uh, that was reverberating throughout the entire team. It brings a real dimension to the group, and we've been able to notice that. And you could tell, too, his teammates love him, and that's the big thing, too, that we've noticed. I, I had never spoken to Matthew Kachuk until he, you know, one-on-one until he became a member of the Panthers. And for fans who've uh, seen him play against their team in the past, I'm sure he can be the kind of guy that he's the old, uh, you know, you love him if you're if he's on your team. And I guess that's what he has really shown uh, from the time he got here. I was blown away. I had a chance to chat with him for 10, 12 minutes the first day he was a Panther, and he was just outstanding. And that's been the big thing Paul Maurice has pointed to as well. He's just a really good guy and a really genuine guy. And like I said, I'm just really excited to see Uh, you know, this Panthers group now for the next uh, better part of a decade with Matthew Kachuk in the fold, uh, where they can go. Friendly off the ice, a shift disturber on the ice. That's the term. That's how we like to describe them. Yes, every team needs to have one of those guys. And Every team would love to have one, and there's not not one to go around. Not 32 of them. The Capitals have had one of the best in Tom Wilson for a long time. Matthew Kachuk, his brother Brady is one of those. Brad Marchand is one of those guys. But again, everybody would love to have one. There's just not one to go around for everybody. I think there's a couple of other teams in the Atlantic division who might be in need of one of those as well. Uh, Doug, at the other end of the spectrum, I'm just fascinated about this. I'm sure you don't get asked about him too often, but 38-year-old Eric Stahl, he had a PTO, made good on it. What contribution has he made? What impact has he made after having been away from the NHL leading back to the 2021 season two years ago? Well, he's really excited for the opportunity. He's excited to play with his brother, Mark, who he had a chance to play with a little bit with the Rangers, uh, about 20 games or so uh, a number of years back. But to be able to play a whole season together, I know both of them are really excited about it. But number one, he's made an impact in the face-off circle. And there are parts of Eric Stahl's game, even at, at this stage, uh, you can't teach being uh, 6'4 and just being a load out there and having that reach. And he's... He makes the smart plays. He can kill penalties. And the thing that Paul Maurice said, and it's it's interesting hearing Paul Maurice talk about, you know, the evolution of Eric Stahl's career because he had him from the get-go, from, from game right. one in Carolina. And now he's had him for, uh, you know, game 1300 here <laughs> and, and beyond. And he said from the start, the thing with Eric Stahl is, you know, with, with Eric that the puck's always going to go to the right spot. He, he knows his way around the rink. He's evolved his game. And the other thing with Eric Stahl, I mentioned how excited he is to be here and play with his brother. And, you know, he he's excited for the opportunity. But 
he also wants to win. And uh, that was something that Paul Maurice mentioned they had spoken about uh, is that he, he said he just wants to help this team win a Stanley Cup any way that he can. So uh, he's here to win hockey games. And uh, it's it's been really fun to have him here. And you can tell you talk to the other guys on the team. They all enjoy having him as a teammate. They all know they can learn a lot from observing the way Eric Stahl goes about things because he's a guy that's He's accomplished really everything there is to accomplish uh, in the game at this point. He's still playing because he wants to He wants to continue to pursue a Stanley Cup. Some good perspective there from Doug Plagans to get you ready for tonight's game as the Capitals trying to get back in the win column here in Broward County. It's the Caps and the Florida Panthers tonight at 7, 6.45 air on 106.7 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great game day Tuesday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.